Jeez. I don't think it's gonna it's gonna I don't think it's gonna fucking for us. Last time I was recording in full K four K for no reason. <laughs> the video didn't even end up being four K. I rendered it in ten eighty. So that shit was incredibly pointless. It's right there. No, you didn't. You put it away. I, I remember I put it in your hands for me. You're like, oh, shit. Thank you. They calling you up. To your you face. You literally looked at it, bro. I could see the bright ass fucking red. Unless I'm wrong. I think wrong. that's the cord. Oh, well. Listen, man. It is what it is. Oh. It's in the room. Okay, well, there you go. Actually, it's not loud enough. I could just raise the volume really. Okay. It is what it is. Aye, what is he? This is oh man, where am I? I was like, yo, I can't I see well. Pull me one, get my glasses. Paloma's gonna be the Jamie of the podcast. <laughs> be like, yo, Paloma, pull that up. <laughs> pull that up. That's funny. Oh, I was blind, but now I see. Um, <laughs> I was see, but now I'm blind. This is 54. Wow. <laughs> what are you saying? Huh? Plus four equals nine. What are you saying? What I'm saying right now is what it is. It is oh, what wow. it is. It is what it is. Anyways, uh. Yo, corrections, bro. Um, upon upon re-listening to 53, I was like, yo, I get what you were arguing. Like the, 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 what's it called? Like you were, you agreed with what I was saying, but you said like, there's still a, a kind of like, uh, what do I say? Like a... It's, it's, I think the whole point of it was just like Don't get too attached to like anything So when you were saying um, Like saying that working out Isn't like What did I say? Like I was like it's not I think it was something It's not necessary Which I still oh, believe happiness or something like Yeah If someone's happy in their basement playing video games Yeah be- Which I still believe But I can understand why you were You were like You felt I wouldn't say you totally disagreed but you were like it's not an objective fact because like i think there's been a lot of research saying that like physical exercise has a lot to do with like mood increase and like serotonin there's a lot of factors to it right yeah one is dopamine dopamine serotonin receptors for sure because you're playing video games instant gratification number two is the blue light coming from your eyes speak directly into my Number two is the the blue light that's coming into your eyes from the screen. Yeah, that can Number disrupt, three, you're not yeah. moving at all. So there's no blood flow. Your spine is getting stiff. I mean, sure, like, it's fine for the for two years, but your, your back's going to start hurting if you don't get moving, yeah. et cetera. Like, I don't know. There's, like, down the line, it can be pretty detrimental, I feel. But, of course, like, with anything, balance, right? Yeah, moderation, yeah. But, um... It's funny. When did we record that one? Uh, August 14th, I think. Um, it was a month ago. Uh, the, I don't know when, but I, I got into into David Goggins oh, like a few weeks ago. 
And I think that was a nice crazy. Yo, that nigga is fucking ridiculous, bro. Like Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And I don't for for people who don't know, uh, for context, David Gonzalez is basically this like retired Navy SEALs guy. And um he like takes like actually it's not even about like hard work because his whole message in all the interviews I've seen is that like your mind is underrated basically. Mm, that's true. That is his like that is like basically the main essence of his the main teaching. message that he tries to like say. It's like it's that like none of the things oh what he always says is that none of the things he did was necessarily off of physical skill because a lot of it fucked his body up to mm-hmm. the point where like he's still now to this day right. like years and years later having to fix things that he broke about his body you know he stretches for like two hours every night oh, <laughs> that is fucked i do not want to do that because he, that's, that's like, he has to like fix because basically like his muscles and like and and i guess just parts of his body are so fucked up and also mm-hmm. he was so tight in general from like I, he says like he the amount of stress that he he went through and like all of his life experience growing up is like it's almost as if he was in a fetal position mm. for like the majority of the first half of his life so in terms and like in terms of that i guess your mental state kind of like reflects right your physical and your like physical somatic so he said like he found out his body was super tight so then and it's funny because like he doesn't only he's not one of those workout guys that only tells you to work out and he's not it, that's not even the main thing about him his, mm. his thing is not physical exercise although that's the main way his way is his, literally his main thing is just like conquering your your mind mm. and conquering not in a sense of like because you can get very egotistical about the aspect of like conquering your mind which is very very a terrible idea because you're still working towards a future that doesn't exist and that you'll never reach right right? trying to achieve something by pure will or determination yeah and it's it's not it's not necessarily the the act of like it's it's kind of like the process of it it's not necessarily the being big because he says it like the, the his body like his physical shape like the nice body he has is just a byproduct of all of this shit mm. that he does like it's not it's it's a game of like every day having to right. like conquer yourself in a way and the important the interesting thing about that is like you can do that all you want and you can work as hard as you want but if you're not doing it the proper way you're gonna have to stretch for two hours a day <laughs> to like undo all of that tension but there's like smarter ways to do it, of course. But yeah, of yeah. course. But he's he's the type of guy where he's like he doesn't he doesn't like think like that's the thing because a lot of people will try to figure out the perfect way to do something before they even do it. Mm. But his whole thing is like in in the concept of running because that's what he's the most known for is like just put your fucking shoes on and go run. Mm. I I would disagree. Of course, Be- like because I think well, I think the thing the thing is I uh, I've been getting into David Weck recently mm-hmm. the Weck method. He's the dude that made the Bosu ball. So his whole thing is... Nigga. His whole thing is... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that is such a huge difference. Oh um, where do I even start? I always point it directly like yeah. this. So where do I even start? He he makes... He recently just made these things called propulsors, which is like a handheld weight that shifts. So when you punch, when you punch down, mm-hmm. you punch the ground with it. And when you're going up, the weight shifts to the top, so there's in, there's no inertia, so you're weightless coming up. So the up is free, uh-huh. right? So you punch the ground to get faster. Also, he's all about like the biomechanics of it. So mm-hmm. head over your foot, that's how you run. Like y- y- 
you're never taught how to run in school, right? It's always swinging your arms. Yeah, they always just tell you to run. Just run. But <laughs> that's not necessarily the best way to do it because it's definitely not the smartest way. Yeah. It's not the smartest way because injuries, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like having that And also way. effectiveness because he's he's like he's going straight for the top. Like he's not going for like us, the market. He's going straight to the athletes, straight to like Olympic mm. committees. He's handing them these this knowledge and telling them do this, you'll become faster. And it's working. I'm telling you, five, ten years from now, he's going to conquer. It's fire. Like, his name's going to be all over. Because I can see what you mean. I think I think the reason why I agree with what he says is for the simple reason that when he started running, mm. it was at a point where he was such a pussy. Mm. And, like, he was True. so tired of his own, like, of his own, like, comfort where it was, like, no more procrastination, no mm. more, like, buffer, period. Like, let's just go. Yeah. And I think I think his method is very reckless in the fact that it's like, let's do it and then let's figure it out as we go. So now he has to like kind of undo the damage from mm-hmm. having just gone straight to do it mm-hmm. and doing like And I, I think that's fucking I think that's eight. actually beautiful, man, cuz even even though like there are, well, there might be consequences, but it's beautiful cuz like fuck how many of us have so much trouble waking up early and like even putting on her shoes Bro, to go run. Like his, run. His, his small runs are like seven miles. Fuck. It's miles, not even miles. kilometers. Mile. Dude, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think a mile is 1.6 kilometers. So like do the math roughly around like that's probably what. Jesus. That's like, you said seven miles. Before. That's around. It's like 20 kilometers. 10, 10, I'd say 10 to 15 kilometers probably, I think. 1.6. So it's seven times two is 14. It'd be like 20-ish kilometers. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I think that I think that's running from I could run from my crib to to downtown. I think that's <laughs> around twenty kilometers. Twenty kilometers, yeah, 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 yeah. Because five kilometers Jesus is like Christ. here to South Keys. And 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 what's beautiful about him is that like in his interviews, he always makes it very clear that he hates running, mm. and that before his runs, like he'll procrastinate like every other person, where he's like he'll look at his running shoes for thirty minutes, and he'll be like, "Fuck, like I have to do this," and it's the whole thing of like. Of like when you're done conquering like today, the thought of like I have to do it all again mm. tomorrow, and then tomorrow, and then the day after, and then the day after. So it's like, and you can tell he's not. It's not like the thing about people in terms of like with the concept of grinding. It's always the fact that people grind to get somewhere. But the, I think I think when you when you get happy with grinding, because grinding like to me it shouldn't be something that you don't enjoy. Mm. And there should be, sure. it's not, it's not, it, sh- it shouldn't be like that you right. don't, don't enjoy in don't a sense like, of. Don't do it so hard that you hate doing it also. Exactly. Like it's like he hates running, but he loves the process of getting himself to run mm. and then doing it and then mm. finishing it and then conquering the fact that he like, it's it's the whole, I think what he enjoys is getting out of, uh, out of his comfort zone. Mm. So if he manages to get himself out of it today like fire i'm happy about myself that i managed to do that and then like it tomorrow we'll do it again so i think the thing of grinding is that it's not in like as much as it's not enjoyable because it's like very delayed gratification it's not necessarily about getting somewhere it's about the process of grinding it's like the it's what we always say it's like the the journey or whatever Mm -hmm. and i think that's where a lot of people like get very um what's it called averse or avert averse averse like the people have a big aversion aversion towards that is because is because of the fact that like 
they're like, okay, why, if I'm doing all this grinding, I'm supposed to get something out mm. of it. I think, yeah, but it's also important to like have a goal. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and work towards something because it's like because I'm reading this book right now and it's 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 about the speed reading. It's like. Oh, you can talk about what you know from yeah. it so far. I saw you had a, it, a little if, notebook. If you want to learn something, like if you're reading a textbook and you're, it's about law, like, dude, who cares about law? Like, you're, like, sure, you're in school for it, but it's going to get to a point where your mind gets really dull. And one of the tricks he gives is, like, um, just, like, ask questions. It's like, mm. it's like, ask questions, like, hmm. So this one example he has is, Okay, so what's so important about like Texas and the law there? It's like why it's it's this way. Why is it this way? Mm. Is it true? How did it get that way? Like ask questions and make assumptions. It's almost so as if you're in you're in a you're in a classroom. You're like playing. Yeah, you're like playing the game. So it's like hmm, I want to find out. I want to keep reading so I can answer my own question, and not just like oh, reading this. Sort make of it more active than like mm -hmm. very passive just mm -hmm. reading this that and then just reading like you're just reading a bunch of facts yeah. especially with like non-fiction informational non-fiction mm, yeah where you're just reading a shit ton of facts and you're like oh that sounds good yeah. and then you just move on to the next kind of like the satisfaction mm -hmm. of like coming across something new but not really trying to engage with it because like what you could do also is like there's there's also that like the asking of the question yeah. before you read like what's coming next well, it's and, just like, a tool to, to build like a reason, a motivation to do it. Yeah, because the more engaged you are with it, the more you're probably going to retain. Mm -hmm. Like the more emotions are involved. So if you're constantly like having a, a sense of wander, like wander, right. like reading it, you're going to remember it more because you're actively mm -hmm. like reading it. Because sometimes you just end up reading and then you're like three mm -hmm. pages down, you forget what you what you read <laughs> three mm -hmm. pages ago. Um, but uh, the, another thing is is recall is like. Yeah. Explain it to yourself after you read it. Yeah. Like, what did you just read? Can you can you explain it? Can you distill it down? Can you summarize like a, a few pages or like a paragraph? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because the chapter I read today is about that. So, uh, the thing. Let me just read it. So, one of them is pri so chapter nine priming your brain for learning, and most of the like all of before it uh, like the previous chapters is like teaching you how to remember certain things mm -hmm. and there's like a method to remember it and it's really simple it's literally just visualization yeah is it the the mind palace thing mind palace yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's one of the like it's funny it's funny how effective that shit is yeah <laughs> like it's like you use it uh i like i've i've had i have experience with it like i've, I've used I, it I for shit just started so it's, it's it's hard to remember to use it even because it's just like it's, it's very intricate but i think mm -hmm. once you it's like with anything like if you're not used to it it's hard to kind of get into mm -hmm. it but I think once you get into it, it's very, very useful because it's like it's a place you're familiar with, like yeah. say your crib, and then every little point in the crib yeah. as you walk through it. Because you're not going to remember that. Oh, it's, it's information for anyone, that you already know. For anyone, because we're talking yeah, like niggas know. Know. Yeah, we for anyone that doesn't know what the mind palace is, um, just just picture. Okay, so let's say you want to learn. Um, give me a topic. Something simple. Uh, pi. Pi. Yeah. Like the number. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. You just take your room, a, a room that a room from your childhood. Take that something you very visualize with. it. Walk in the room and turn right. Go to that corner and visualize. Let's say the first, so three point, dot dot dot. Right? Yeah, so the visualize first the first three four numbers. Visualize that and make it like very very graphic and absurd and like. He says even like 
incorporate like sexual, like very bizarre shit so that it sticks in your mind and you'll never forget it. Like it could be like a fucking, I don't know. I don't know the first numbers, but it's like, let's say so it's like, I don't know, 25 somewhere <laughs> in there. You walk in the house, you turn right and then you see a nigga with like 25 dicks on his folder, on his, <laughs> on his fucking Or forehead. like you pull out, you pull out <laughs> like a paper from his ass and it just has a number 25. Yeah. You're like, not going to forget that. And and the paper is covered in shit. You're not going to forget And you that. put it at that specific place yeah. in the mind palace so that every time you walk through, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So then you use that in order. Mm-hmm. So like the so first the two next numbers. Corner. Yeah. And then you go for the next. Uh, yeah. And, the, I'll, and I'll, just, I'll explain like the signs behind fire. it. The, the, reason, the reasoning he gives is, okay, so he, has, he actually like runs you through it. So you walk in the room, turn to your right, and what you see is two seahorses mating on the bed. Right, so your seahorses, the two seahorses represent your two hippocampi. So that part of your brain retains information, so like it's useful, right? Yeah. And there's also a vacuum that sucks up the two two uh, seahorses, and the vacuum represents also your hippocampi, which only retains useful information. Mm. So if it's not useful to you, it's not Throws it's it not effective for your brain to because your brain has a, a memory limit. Yeah. So and also, like, just is it useful? Like, is it useful at all for you to remember? Yeah. It? And if you're not, yeah. if you're not using it, then it sucks it up. So that's number one corner. Number two corner is you imagine a chunk of peanut butter stuck to the wall, and what and what this represents is just the information chunking and sticking, chunking the information together. Is that him trying to get to you to remember the uh, process, the process yeah. through the mind palace? Yeah, that's fire. sick. That's a sick way. Yeah. And then <laughs> to so, like show so how it works. Yeah. And then it's it's chunky peanut butter on the wall stuck. The third corner is um, bunch of messy wires, messy wires, messy wires. You can't like you cannot untangle them, and that represents your past memories and your neural network. So that neural network is it's tangled. You can't really untangle it. So once you add another cord, new memory, new new learned thing that you add to that bunch of cords, it'll be harder to untangle it because using hmm. previous like knowledge yeah. to your advantage is huge because it sticks better. And then the fourth corner is uh, you picture like an iconic image. It like from framed onto the wall. I pictured like the Basquiat, with the no shoes, wearing a suit. So that's just to like the visualization, right? Yeah. Make it super vivid, so you don't forget the picture superiority effect. He calls bro, it, bro. Visualization. Then, sorry, last one. You go back to the entrance, and there's a huge blue pin that's right in the in the in the entrance. Sorry. Um, and that that's supposed to just represent like. The process, the, the importance of spatial awareness, mm. and because that's like built into our evolution, right? It's like if you need to survive, you know what you need to know where the river is for the water. You need to know where, and you need to be able to see it in your head so mm. that you can kind of yeah. And another myth he debunks is like some people think they're like auditory learners or like you know like tactile whatever, and they're only one. They're they're literally mainly one, which is visual because that's the first. Thing that's well, it's visual, smell, and something else. I forgot because mm. that's like the most gross sensation. That's like you know, it's like it's not subtle at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, not subtle. Number one thing you <laughs> need to survive subtle. is your vision. It's funny. I was on a bus. Like random thought came in. And I was like, uh, I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking about it. It just randomly came up. I was like, I think my my visions. One of the the senses I take the most for granted. And it wasn't like I was thinking anything related to that. Just randomly the thought came up and I was like, (laughs) 
I don't think I take my vision for granted. And then <laughs> I like <laughs> went on to the next thought, <laughs> and then that's it. By the way, if if anyone's interested in reading the book, it's uh, it's called "The Only Skill That Matters" by Jonathan Levy. I'll link it in the. He also had a he also has a really good podcast. If you want to get the book, a link to the Amazon will be in the description below. Go get that. It's very information. You're gonna learn a lot of things. You know, students are back to school, so if you want to get it, use our referral link on Amazon. <laughs> support us. Support the channel. Support the podcast. Thank you. Don't forget to click the Patreon and subscribe today. Um, also, also, also. Next thing uh, is. I'm actually so glad, bro. Go back to the David Goggins thing. So reading that and like really understanding his philosophy behind working out and the fact that like it doesn't have to be something you enjoy doing in the process, which like it's a very paradoxical thing in the fact that like doing, getting yourself to do something that you don't enjoy doing in very short term form makes you enjoy it because you're overcoming something, right. right? I think I think with humans, we have a certain, we're kind of programmed to be overcoming adversity all the time which is why i think people get very very like off and anxious and depressed if they're so comfortable for such right. a long period of time because i think as we said before like like our brain is still kind of primitive and our and our biology is still somewhat primitive and yeah. it's, it catches up very slow to the world we're in today which is why like like dopamine is a problem and phones are a big mm. issues because like our brain is not programmed to I mean, handle our that entire shit. environment is our entire environment yeah basically it's, it's just equipped. like passing us yeah. and that's why that's why i've gotten to a point where like elon musk like theory about ai makes so much sense because it feels like it's survival of the fittest so if the robots can adapt to this better than we can the robots will be able to just become the ones at the top of the hierarchy you know like that makes complete sense to me as soon as they become just, more autonomous i just question if we're replicating if they consciousness have, yeah that's the thing like they have the creative power like to do emotions that. and like yeah. all I don't know it's so complex because in the end like everything's just neurons firing and it's kind of like it's kind of in electrical in a way like everything's happening oh, yeah. in our brain is electrical right everything's electric electricity right it's body, just like atoms like just all of it it boils down to physics right so positive negative charges if yeah. if I guess if they can figure out how to like study that I think it's going to be a very long time but I feel like if it does happen it might be accidental I feel like it might even happen in our lifetime because maybe, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> accidents. Yeah, because accidents is what most of, like, crazy inventions have been. It's just yeah. niggas, like, fucking around and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, what could that be? Um, cool day. But, damn, tangents. Uh, but basically what that, like, that changed my mind because, like, running's, like, definitely in the top three least favorite things. Mm. For me to to do least enjoyable, dude, least dude, favorite dude, dude, things. I'll, I'll show you the I'll show you this method of uh, of running. So it's, it's oh, I'd love. I was actually gonna ask you like it's um, really tips simple. For fucking running. so you so you. Huh? Can I add something really quick? I've had this in my mind since the beginning. I think that like one of the reasons that or, like, <laughs> that just... WEC is so important um, is and maybe not like like the idea of like getting up to run every day just and just doing it or whatever like that's good until you hurt yourself um i think that like physical mm -hmm. activity is such a consequential mm -hmm. thing and i also think that if you're doing it um in a way that is like really supportive of your body then there's a <laughs> then there's a much better chance of you um doing it in a consistent it, it, of you doing it like consistently and actually like enjoying it to some extent because it's like if David Goggins has been running for like 
I mean, I've never seen his videos, but if he's been running for that long and he still hates it, like, I don't know, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, if he's doing it for the grind, like, that's nice, except for that he's, like, hurting his body. Like, why, like, why would you... He's, he's, he's kind of adapted to the, to the whole thing, where it's like he, he, he's gotten over the getting over being a bitch. So now that he's, like, like, tough, tougher, it's like he's learning, like, how to manage it. Cause yeah. he's he's learning more to listen to his body now and like figuring out how to. Cause now he's learned that's he, he. The reason why he stretches for two hours is because he's just kind of just now learned it. Yeah. Right. Like the the importance of stretching and the reason the and what he talked about is the fact that uh after he figured out after like he started getting having to deal with injuries all the time he realized that one of the reasons why he's getting more injured is because his uh. I forget the I get the range of mobility uh-huh. was so low that like the fact that he was pushing himself so much without trying to increase his range of mobility was fucking up his body because his body wasn't even adapted or like even stretched and ready to do the type of exercising he was doing. So once he figured out stretching is all that ha- is all you need to do, once he started stretching, he realized like his runs got way easier. And like it's the whole thing his whole thing is like is like learning while doing it. Mm. And like adapting as he's doing it, which is very like trial and error and very like jump into it like oh manly shit where it's like you run straight into battle and improvise and adapt as you're in battle. Which sense. is just one way. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess I just feel like it's not necessarily I mean, he's learning, right? And he's learning while he's doing it. But yeah. it's not necessarily like the most like he's not an expert. That's the problem. Yeah, he's the, like an inspiring person, but he's definitely like he's an inspiring person, and like he can inspire you to do it. But he's not somebody that you should necessarily be listening to for advice on how to do it. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't give advice yeah. on how to do it. No, no, he's okay. not. He doesn't give like technical advice. Uh, actually, what he's learning as he's going is what he shares. Mm-hmm. So he learns about heart rate training, and like the importance of your heart rate and how that can actually help you, like uh, with your cardio way better and like he's he says the importance of stretching and the importance of like visualizing and really his message besides because what he does and i think that's a lot of thing with like people who tell their own story and how they overcame their own adversity is that a lot of people tend to miss mistake it as a person telling you to do what mm. they do right instead of getting the point it's it's always yeah. lo- the looking at the finger instead of looking at what the finger is pointing at yeah so it's it's like he always tells you like I'm not telling you to do what I do. I did what I did because that's the situation I was in and that's what was required for me to do and that's the best way for me that that I used to get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. But what I'm telling you is just overcome adversity. <laughs> like like mm-hmm. life life's the whole point of life is just throwing a bunch of shit at you. Like life life in a way it's a it's like that bully like that brother who bullies you out of just trying to like toughen you up right i don't just wanting to toughen you up right Mm -hmm. pomo says life doesn't have to be that way that's well that's what i mean like the reason why a lot of people see it that way a lot of of people the the thing is a lot of people feel like like life is bullying them a lot of the time and and he doesn't speak to people who don't have any problem with life he speaks to people who feel in a way that they're too weak Mm -hmm. to even handle life in the first place so if you want a way to be able to handle it, what you need to do is actually give yourself adversity to overcome because life is not going to stop and go like, oh, he's hurt. Let me stop. Like, Yeah, it's just like doing it in a smart way that doesn't 
that isn't a detriment to your vessel. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It, but that's the thing. Like in in this case, it's not even about physical exercise. It's just about it's it's everything he's saying is just it's about the the mental, like the physical exercise was just a way for him to toughen up his mind, because he felt so weak mentally, not physically. No, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so it, it was overcome mind is mind over matter. Basically, it's yeah. like it's it's and and I think when I when I realized that, I was like, okay, so me running away from like, like working out and all of that shit, like like. I felt like when I saw that the the reason why it like it affected affected me it affected me and, and got to me is because of the fact that like when he said it I felt the amount of comfort I was in and in a way intuitively I was like yeah that's probably detrimental because if I get too attached to it life doesn't care how attached you are to your comfort zone if it wants to take my life right like life right now could I, there could be a fire in my house one day that starts and burns down the entire house. My parents just could like just constant remind like you need yeah. to be aware of that. My All parents time, could just man. go out today to work and then next thing I know I get a call, yeah. accident, any kind of thing, they're dead. My sister, <laughs> Ala, you, Paloma, Your mouth, dude. <laughs> like, oh. like Paloma, like I'm saying this and it, like the fear I'm getting saying right. it is crazy. Like anyone, anything yeah. is so impermanent and the like uh, how comfortable you get with, with like with stuff thinking it's forever can be one of the biggest like slaps in the face once you get a reminder of it. Mm. But if you kind of toughen yourself up to, in a way to put yourself in situations where you're you have to overcome something. And if you figure out strategic, and even how if to it's do like it, artificial, you you create it for yourself. Yeah, it could, it doesn't have to be physical exercise. Like mm. it could be any. There's a lot of things that are endurance based or like making something that brings a little fear into yeah. you. Like literally, it could be like public speaking. If someone's very scared of that, like figure out. Yeah. If you if you're a musician wants to play live, but you're very scared to do it, set up random like thing outside randomly in the public at Rito or something, and start playing live mm -hmm. for no reason. Like that could be a, a form of it, right? So it's not it's the, that's the that's the thing like I got from it. It's not about physical exercise. Yeah, it's just many about methods, many ways overcoming to, yeah. like adversity and being and being strong enough to even handle life. Because I think that's the whole point of life. It's just like, can you handle it? <laughs> can you handle being a human being? Because <laughs> bro, like twenty years in, yeah. it's just it's, it's just crazy. It's it's, it's interesting now because it's like our environment is so like artificial and and, and mediocre mediocrity is like encouraged at this point mm. you know it's like everyone right. everyone is like getting your feelings like being offended is like something right. that the world needs to stop for right. you like when you like kids are fucking can't lose now kids can't lose because they're giving them trophies for participating and making them think that that's an achievement Participating, mm. yeah, it's cool to participate, but like, yeah. it's interesting to to like, just like wonder about how many young people, like kids, are like when they're gonna come across this sort of mindset. And it, that's the thing, right? The the I th the logic behind it is that if you never like have to overcome anything, and whenever you're about to lose, people shield you from it. Mm. When the real actual losses come in, like it's it, there's a dodgeball game. And then there's like a job that you really needed so you could provide for mm -hmm. people you want and yourself. <laughs> like right. you you have to learn to be able to deal with this thing. So if your whole life you're getting shielded from like little losses like chess games and like mm -hmm. and like competitive little sport games while you're growing up, 
when the real losses start to come in, you haven't been able to even experience what loss is like. Yeah. So losses are even more devastating and life doesn't wait for you to learn how to lose. At the end of the day, it's like the pressure creates adaptation. And if you have ambitions and you want to get somewhere and like serve people, then you need to have a, a very powerful desire to serve people. And that needs to be your number one thing. Mm-hmm. And work towards it and like motivation. That that should be your number one motivation, not really like the fear of it or like being comfortable sort of thing. I don't know, it's there's a lot of layers, but yeah, because you, you can go on forever. Because the thing is, the thing is, what uh, this is just this is a very this is like a very subtle correction of what I was saying last time. Because it's like, because it's like, um, I was saying if it if it brings you joy, whatever, do it. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like at the same time, if you get too comfortable and too mm. attached, it's it's all a game of attachment, really. Because like, if you're comfortable and you're attached to your comfort, that's when the problem mm. becomes a problem. Yeah. And it won't even happen right away. It's going to happen like five years down It's going to wait until you're very attached, like yeah. until you, you think like this thing is yeah. permanent. Paul Cech has uh, said this one thing. Uh, I think he quoted someone. It's like, if your health isn't your number one priority right now, one day it will be. Exactly. When your one body day, starts to deteriorate. Yeah, deteriorate. And, and that's the thing, like with those, with the, the aging, like anti-aging uh, like skincare shit They usually Bro, Cosmetics are so dirty No man. but the thing The thing about those things Is they usually tell you uh, Like I'm not even talking about How good or bad they are But it's just It's that usually they tell you Starting to take Anti-aging creams and shit While your face is already fucked up Doesn't do anything <laughs> Like if you wanna t- If you wanna oh, stay right, right. If you wanna stay with that face like You better margins, start doing it As margins, soon as man. possible yeah. <laughs> Like you gotta do it now While your face is still mm-hmm. well So it's the same thing With any kind of health mm-hmm. It's like you start Maintaining your body now mm-hmm. And career any, Anything Like career Like spiritual Whatever It's like you don't wait I mean spirituality Like a lot of people Wait until like mm-hmm. There's like This absolute despair Like usually like a lot of niggas like Russell Brand, Rich Roll, all those people right, are right. people who are like addicts and like <laughs> very, very at the rock bottom. Because the thing about spirituality is it demands that you hit rock bottom. Hmm. Whether it's physical, like very physical or very mental, like it demands that you hit rock right. bottom. It's on, yeah, it's it's like you have to go because rock bottom is enlightenment <laughs> like that's rock but that's when you you just completely destroy it that's when everything is completely gone mm-hmm. rock bottom is the same as the highest highest right it's polarity same thing but um so now i just restarted like working out more consistently um and like i'm eating more uh for my body and like taking like just paying more attention to how i eat and how much i eat because Diet is actually the most important part oh, yeah. for me, at least. I don't know for some people. I mean, it's everyone. for the it's most. Like, yeah, for the most part, diet. I think you, the coke that you drink is gonna make proteins to become your eyeball, and you really don't <laughs> want coke to be your eyeball. Like <laughs> that, at the end of the day, you know, it's like you are what you eat. Coke cola, Coca Cola <laughs> eyeballs. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm trying to eat more because I because I uh, I need to gain weight, and it's harder for me to gain weight because my metabolism is so fast. So I'm eating more, um, and then I don't know if you saw the little the little log workout, but it's very like sh- oh, yeah, simple things. Ones? It's, ones? Yeah, it's very simple things, but it's very endurance based, where it's like you really destroy mm. the fuck out of that muscle. But um, as I do it, I'm just re- I'm just noticing my limits, and then I'm adjusting. Mm. So like the last time I did ten push-ups, it was ten push-ups, and it was like a lot of repetitions of each. But then I realized by the, by the time I get to like the last like set, I can't do it anymore. Mm. 
So like I'd rather lower it down. So I lowered it down to eight, Another and that's thing, more manageable. The thing about that is like, I mean, yes, it's healthy. Like I'm not. There's nothing on you. It's just like in general. When I started to work out, like when I was little, I was like, when I was like a teenager, I'd be like, oh fuck yeah, like first day in the gym, like I want to go so fucking hard. Next day, I can't even move. Exactly. And I can't move for like three, four days. So. What would have been smarter is just to do like sixty percent my first day in, mm-hmm. sixty one the next. So now you can work out every day. I don't even want to use the word work out. Exercise, like, exercise, movement, right? Like it's more sustainable, just in general, and you'll enjoy doing it because it's it's not traumatic for your muscles to fucking like mm-hmm. be immobilized. This is my first ready. I remember the first time. I <laughs> the first time I went to I would go to the gym I got like a subscription for a fit for less and got no holy fuck bro I was I was sore for like probably a, like not a week but like five days probably oh man because I, I was like I was just going I was just going but now I know like uh, I work out every other day and like since the last time I did the workout which was today two days ago two days ago like the two the 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 rest of the day plus the day after. As rest, like my body felt ready for the next. Mm. Like it's it's really a game of, and it's very cliche, but it's and you said it you said it last episode is just listen to your body, and don't don't pretend like you like as much as you want to go hard. There's also reality, mm. and there's also like of a, a certain degree of patience that you need uh, one with thing, yourself. One thing that David Wex said that really like caught my ear was he's like, just do one set. One set for everything. Once, like <laughs> life, dude. That's one set. You're you're sitting right now. The way you're sitting, one set of that. Mm-hmm. Set properly. Like make your spine, like stack your spine. Like mm-hmm. you know, don't slouch. You're gonna walk down the stairs. Walk with your head over your foot. One set each. Head over your foot. Head over your foot. Head over your foot. And just take it one by one. I was like, wow, that's, that's simple, but it's really profound. You're just bringing awareness to what you're doing. Yeah. So if you're doing just one set, you like you, you make sure you do it properly and you get the most out of it. And, but that's the thing, man. It's like, it's really just a game of uh, figure out what like like what's best for you. Like that. That's one thing I'm realizing, bro. It's like there's a lot of conflicting information coming in from a lot of people. Yeah. So and one also, person like, will tell you to do like this. There's like Buzzfeed, Healthlines, like oh five. Because everyone, most easiest bro, ways to get there's twenty like, million abs. ways to do a push-up. Mm. There's so many ways. There's so many ways in terms of like how fast you should go, how explosive should it be, uh, the form. Should you go like like wide? Mm. Should you go like narrow? Should you go middle? Should you go full diamond? What's the best one? What's the best one that'll build the best shape? pecs like blah, blah blah like if you really that's the thing with everything it's like if you really want to get into it sometimes it might be too overwhelming and that's what i did when i got into it i was like let me make it as simple as possible and use the most simplest things and as i do it i'll just keep researching and keep tweaking as i go that's the it's best way that interesting i learned thing about like um like just like oh like diamond this wider stance like narrower is uh like I've been getting into also like move not natural movement, and the cool thing about that is like they don't really teach you how to do push-ups or like even like tell you to do with push-ups. It's like, can you get off the floor without touching the floor? Like, can you stand up 
without using your hands. Just practical shit. Practical <laughs> shit. Like you don't even need to be taught. Your body knows how to do it. You just At need to do it. At a very fundamental level, but you need to be yeah. You need to be able to do it. Yeah. You need to do it, and you need to have the capacity to do it, mm-hmm. the mobility to be able to do it. And what they really mobility, work on, bro. What they really work on is building you up from the mobility. Niggas don't so stretch. So I've I've just been, I've I'm scared of like strength or like just like endurance because because I can feel like two weeks in I can feel my shoulder starting to pop, mm. and if I just relax for like a week or two it's back to normal mm-hmm. and with the move not stuff um it's really interesting because it's like you're you're strengthening yourself from your joints only then your muscles mm-hmm. so it's like i don't really have to worry about getting injured i just have to follow this routine and i'm going to become stronger and you're good yeah. yeah and of course they have like progressions like yeah you're jumping off of like a rock like like it's sick what, what he does well that's the that's the cool thing about anything is like like you can get exactly as you go you get more complex and you mm-hmm. figure out like you can't do I, I can't do a full lotus mm-hmm. so I started out doing easy pose cross legged and then I, I stretched until I could do Burmese and now I'm at quarter lotus mm-hmm. and then eventually I'm gonna be able to do half lotus and eventually I'll get to full lotus But oh. for me to force myself To do full lotus I'm gonna break my fucking knees And I won't be able To even sit yeah, easy at you're all You're gonna have to get surgery You're gonna be <laughs> out of commission For like a year So it's like Just you listen And be patient It's just a game of patience And it's a, and it's a game of, of Like what works best for you Some people will never be able To get even, into I wouldn't lotus. even just say Just patience It's Cause then that's There's the factor of like The David Goggins Like now right You gotta You gotta have the willpower To do it now I think it's more about Paradoxical Precision Cause it's like you can, you can your your aim can be you want to be buff, right? But it's like if you're not going about it in a smart way, in a precise way, mm-hmm. then you're gonna get you're gonna you might hurt yourself. I'm not saying you will, but there's a possibility. Might, yeah. uh, oh, and nah. the, the David Weck thing, the running. So it's like 10, 15 minutes overdue, but they might have to like rewind. So you take your hand, middle mm. finger, middle finger in, middle finger in, do it. Middle finger first, index over, like that, like flat, and oh, then your thumb over. Can't even do that one. And then what you do is you just, when you're running, just punch down, punch down on the ground. So not swinging, but you're. What does that down. do? So what this does is this. Oh, and also you have to turn, cock your uh, fist in, and keep your elbows in. So you're running like this. You're not like this. But you're like this so what this does is this creates a, a fascial link like your muscles uh, like I don't know exactly but this is what he says it creates a fascial link that like fascial chain that drives all the way down to, to your feet so when you're doing this you're punching the ground and the up is free so when you're going up when you're finally like taking off from the ground the up is free so you're actually lighter so instead of swinging, you punch down on the ground. So mm. you're using the momentum and the force of stepping to push yourself up. That's kind of cool. And it's crazy. You feel, dude, Paloma, you remember the first time you tried it? Yeah. It's, you I felt, mean, I'm like not a very fast runner anyways, but I felt so much lighter on my feet. I just, I usually feel super heavy on my feet just because I'm not as graceful as I would like to be. And it helped so much. Yeah. And you That's feel cool. it's like sprinting, man. Try it next run. Try next run. Yeah. I'm working my way up to 10k mm. eventually because uh man <laughs> like bro what I'm telling you what I'm telling you like when 
No, nah, one was fine. One was fine, but like 1.5, 1. 1.6 1. and mm-hmm. shit, like, holy fuck. The amount of, uh, the amount of thing, pushing myself had to is, do. is, is why? Just, just to get to 10K? Just, yeah, just to get to it. Mm. Yeah. Because cause for me, my goal was mainly like, I used to play soccer competitively. Nah, not so much. Yeah. So my goal was like for the field, right? Everything is for the field. Yeah. Right now, not so much. It's just like, I just want to be strong and like have good coordination and balance because yeah. I don't really have like a thing to compete for. It's mostly just like, how can I be precise? No, I mean, it's just to do it, just to give myself something to overcome. Mm. Because 10K, 10K to me sounds like a fucking a, a pain in the ass. Mm. So <laughs> that's why that's kind of why I want to do it. Cause, and also like cardio, like it actually is useful to yeah. just be able to run a long distance. Because if I need it, like, mm. and it's like a, you don't think like in a moment where you need it maybe, but like mm. to ha- just have that ability, like, and, and it's also, I don't know, I don't know, it's healthy, I guess. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Like, dude, hunters and gatherers, like <laughs> if you can't run long, then you're, you're not catching your uh, dinner. But yeah, uh, the main thing and the main thing I'm learning is just like, it's funny because I'm saying like fuck comfort, but but really, get very 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 comfortable in like accepting of like and very confident in who you are and figure first you need to figure it out and I'm not mean I I, I mean who you are and like and it's and it's whole like objective sense as objectively as you can in the sense of like what are you good at what are you bad at what's things about yourself that aren't that great what are the things about yourself that are awesome blah 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 figure it out and then just accept it like don't go i'm not this and that's bad or i'm not that and that's bad if you think you can work on it go ahead but like before you start to do any kind of work you really need to just look at it for what it is and be like, it is, it is what it is. That's it. And like really accept it and like still hug yourself. <laughs> still like embrace it. Don't scold yourself too right. much. Right? Like, 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 um, be on your ass, but like, don't, it's, it's this whole thing of like, it's very paradoxical, like trying to explain it because like, that's why we always have those, those, those failures in our conversations because we're saying very paradoxical things where it's like we're just like we're, we're like I'm it's, saying one side it's just the opposites at same degrees I'm saying yeah. one side and you're saying the other but in a way we're saying the same thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and like opposed. I'm like, saying I one side right yeah. <laughs> I'm saying one side acknowledging the other but the fact that I didn't say the other you feel like you need to mention it and that mm-hmm. feels like a disagreement yeah, so, so then we keep going <laughs> so back funny, and forth <laughs> but we're, we're we literally agree but it's it's just a game of like accept yourself but it like doesn't mean you shouldn't try to change what you can change but uh, in the Alan Watts lecture it's called Why the Earth Should Improve Yourself it's not called that it's actually called Mind Over Mind I think you should listen to it because it's very nice because what he tells you is self-improvement is is bullshit in the sense of like the one that's doing the self-improvement is the one same one that needs to be improved Hmm. so how do you know (laughs) Right, so so it's it's like, and he's not telling you don't do anything. He's telling you don't be too attached with an outcome of yourself Mm -hmm. as improved. Like don't be don't be attached. And the same thing David Goggins says, and it's funny because he says it in such a non like 
like intellectual scholar Alan Watts way, right. but I see the the connection in their messages and that stop f- picturing a finish line because you're always going to be disappointed because there's always more shit to do until you even when you're dead if you want to involve some fucking buddhist reincarnation shit hindu reincarnation shit you, you yeah. that could not be the the finish line and the fact is there's no finish line because wherever you're going wherever you're trying to be you're already there mm. which is now now is all that exists so for you to work towards a future remember that that future doesn't exist and that you're already kind of you're it already mm-hmm. So trying to beat it very, like, is very futile. It's very abstract thought that is... It's funny because it it's... Take, like, it takes experience. Yeah. I think it takes living to really get yeah. it. Because like I've known this since we got into... like We were very... We were starting to get into meditation more, doing it more often. In 2018 type shit. Where we were like, yo, like, pretty oh, moment. Dude, I'm so... Mindfulness, mm, mindfulness, me, me, me. But dude, like... the ego. <laughs> the ego, <laughs> ego. But like... It's funny, even that, like, the point of, it's not, it's the like, people push, people think, I think the thing is people really, really, really misunderstand messages because of how subtle and straightforward they are. And I think maybe out of, like, a very subconscious, like, denial of the message's simplicity, we complicate it just so we can, like, kind of justify our not applying the thing yeah. or, like, just so we can't admit the fact that we're not applying that thing but like really it's 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 so simple and the fact that like of course the goal is not to stop your thoughts <laughs> like you're not going to like the funny thing is like the, the trying to stop the thought is just another hindrance it's just another desire right so if you're desiring to not think there's going to be a lot of thoughts about your thoughts and then that creates a lot of depression in the fact that now you're so self-aware that you're constantly judging what you're even thinking in the first place. So you kind of like there's a, there's certain points, bro, where I'm like, like ah, because it's like I'm so aware of the thoughts, and I also know that like enlightenment or whatever is a state of no thought, and like kind of meditate quote unquote to get there. So when you hear them and they're coming in and you can't stop them, and then you're like, oh, but that's just a stupid thought, and that's just, and you're trying to tell yourself that it's just a thought, and that doesn't help. Because you keep thinking, mm-hmm. You're just measuring. and you yeah. saying it's just a thought is just another thought. You you kind of there's such a despair and like you feel like you're going crazy. Sometimes I'm like, holy fuck, like I'm going like this is this is too much. And this is why niggas take drugs to just like numb it all out. Because <laughs> bro, sometimes it's crazy. And I think the game is just kind of it's not to stop it. If it ever stops, it does it by itself. The goal, I think at the point that I'm at, is just allowing everything to be. Because your thoughts, your mind is just another sense if you want to count it as one. Right? There's the five senses, that, like the form world, and there's the mind. And the mind, you should just see it as another, same way as when you have an object, a physical object of meditation. I don't know, you want to meditate on the statue here. You look at it. And if the lighting on it changes, you don't say anything about the lighting. It just changes and you look at it and keep looking. You look at the, the clouds moving. They just move. Same way your mind, you think they're just mm. thoughts. You just let them pass by. Same way you'd let pass by a sound or taste, a smell, and a sight. Eventually, the mind will tire itself out and it'll stop because you, you're stopping. Give, you're, you're not desiring anything. And it's the funniest thing because I've been getting more into Zen. And like Zen, Zen, the the reason why I love Zen so much is because the whole thing feels like it's just the whole. It's not even a religion. I don't even. I can't even call it a religion. The whole thing is laughing at the whole point. Like mm. Zen 
like Zen laughs at you for even thinking that for even think so that you need <laughs> Zen in the first place. So it's like <laughs> like meta, medita- meta like, like they don't even call it meditation, they just call it sitting. Mm. Like the yeah, highest yeah, yeah, form yeah. of 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 zazen is called shikantaza, I think it's called, and it's called just sitting. Where you're not you, there's no object of meditation, there's no closing your eyes and getting to it into a trance. You're just sitting there, eyes eyes open, looking forward, listening to everything not trying to run away from everything you're not closing your eyes all the senses are active your thoughts if they want to come come in and you're literally all zazen is is just feeling the moment the point of it is not to get any enlightenment any peace freedom whatever it's just feel now what does now feel like including the thoughts (laughs) It's, it's definitely become more challenging yeah as like my practice has deteriorated <laughs> mm. but yeah, I, I find that cool though I like the I like I like the aspect of destruction and the whole process of things mm. because it shows you how attached you are to what's being destroyed and if mm. you're attached to it, it means your practice wasn't that be- that great so the fact that you're because that's what happened to me with when I was to, when I showed the world reopened I couldn't meditate for a hundred hours a day anymore I was like oh but I want to meditate what, what's happening when you're doing that you're not in the moment <laughs> you're wishing you was in a moment that is different than the one right now truth is the point of it all is right in front of you every single moment presence ugh <laughs> oh, fuck and it's like I forgot <laughs> I keep forgetting <laughs> and that's the and that's, it's, that's why it feels like it's always laughing at you yeah. because it's like <laughs> it's like you're just you're just like you're just heads down you're like oh wait this is you the know, point the crazy thing is like like you can remind yourself and I forgot to remind myself <laughs> and you reminded me it was like fuck I don't want to rely on someone else to remind me I want to like just be aware of that all the fucking time but the desire to be aware of that is you not being in the present Ugh. And that's why it's the funniest thing of all. That's why it's, it's like that's why you can't make an identity or like a thing out of it, because being attached to it is the biggest hindrance. It's actually the biggest obstacle, which is why a lot of <laughs> I finished reading the Trunkpa book, and he's saying like you might as well not have gotten into this at all. Like getting into it was kind of a mistake. Because because now mountains aren't just mountains and rivers aren't just rivers anymore. And before he got into it, they were. <laughs> but now, all you're trying to do is get into the point where they're not just that, and then getting back into the point where they're just that. Mm. And it's basically just a fall from grace. And then you're just trying to get it back. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't... The, 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 the I fell off thing is not... Of course, like, there's a certain amount of effort that you should put in to, like, do it every day. And that's the thing, right? Grind, but not with the intention of an outcome. Not with, like, not with an attachment to the outcome. Because chances are the outcome is not going to be the one you imagine in your head. Right? And and that too, but also, like, another outcome is, like, just the impact and the the benefits of having my practice mm-hmm. was so profound. Now that I'm here, now that I'm not doing it, I'm aware of how profound it was. Which is why I'm not doing it. And now it I want it some more. <laughs> but just just I don't know, just be just be patient and find a way to adapt to the situation. The situation has definitely I think, changed. I think the most important thing is with this sort of thing is just like having a structure around it. Yeah. So like get up, sit for thirty, forget about it. 
Yeah. Go to sleep, get up, six for, sit for 30, forget about it. I got my 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 whole view on it got so like I got to a point where I became disgusted with my practice. Mm. And that's when I that's when I I was like okay, I need to like there's definitely something wrong cuz from reading Zen Mind Beginner's Mind is like usually if your practice is bad, it's usually because you have a what the fuck is it called? Uh an obtaining idea from it. Like you're trying to obtain something from it. Right. That's usually when your practice goes to shit because then you're not doing it. The point of meditation is to enjoy meditating. Right. It's to just, the point of meditation is to meditate. It's not to become anything. It's not to become enlightened. It's not to become a sage. It's not to become anything. But the thing is, once you get those benefits from it, it's so tasty yeah. that you want to hold on to it. Another thing is like, even talking about this now, it's like, they'll figure it out. Whoever, whoever, whoever's going to practice this. Always. They're going to figure it out. They don't need us to tell them. And it's the most self-sustaining thing ever. Yeah. If your intention is is fine, I think. So what's your what's your like? How do you do you not have a structure to like when you wake up? Like do you just wake up and do um, whatever? I wake up. I try to have a structure, as you can see up there. But you do exercising though, right? I I do, I do at least rope. Okay. Rope flow. Um, but other than that, it's like I'll probably work out maybe twice a week, two mm -hmm. three times a week if I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. Usually it's like once. Why do you think? I'm just not really like motive. I don't really have like a reason mm. to become stronger or like fitter. It's it's. I mean, the number one thing for me is like mm. I want to be mobile. I want to sit in lotus. I want to get rid of my back pain. I want to have good posture. Yeah, and then comes strength for me. Because mm -hmm. it's not. It's. I mean, I I can have big muscles, but oh, I, I, I didn't mean working out in, in the terms of like strength. I'm just meaning like, are you doing like physical exercising that you no, want to yeah, do? No, that, yeah, that's day. what I mean. It's like I want to do it, but actually, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it, and I just want to become like mobile and like like in my own body. I want to optimize my vessel. So you're not really satisfied with like where you're at now in terms of like your routine per se. Mm, definitely not. What do you think? What do you think is like a, like stopping you from getting to that place? Um. One thing is, well, having a partner and like being with them, yeah, twenty four seven is yeah, really that, disorienting because like it's a big. That's a big hindrance. Yeah, it's it's like you're sharing a space and time with them, and you have to like kind of align your schedule to yeah. an extent, mm -hmm. and that's. I mean, it's it's nice. It's a blessing, and it's a, a curse. massive pain. Of course, always. You know, it's like you just have to work your way around it and like make compromises. But it's really like, for me, what I found is like, you just have to do it, whether they're joining you or not. If you want to do it and you need to do it and you have set your sights on it, yeah, then you have to just turn around and go. Do you find that you? At the end of a day, sometimes, like maybe if you think back on it at the end of the day or whatever, and and you didn't do that thing that you planned to do or that you're supposed to do every day, mm -hmm. like do you feel, do you what like what do you usually feel about the day at the end of the day when you realize that? Do, like just, do you feel a certain? I like, I feel disgusted, but not like oh, oh yeah. Like, it's just like oh fuck, I missed an opportunity mm -hmm. where I could have you know the like, day's gone. The day, not even the day's gone. It's because I'll always I'll, I'll always have the next day. It's just like. I have missed the opportunity to make the most of my time today. Mm -hmm. And then and then I just go, I'll do it tomorrow. No, no worries.
And then I usually don't do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'll do like, I'll, like if I have like four or five things planned for the next day, I'll do like, I'll be lucky if I get two done. I feel like there's usually a, a, a point where you like get very, very tired of it. If you really want to do it, I think there's really a point where you were like Are you talking things. about like a, like a movement practice in specific? No, not not a, just the, the, the thought of like, of like fuck like that it's not even a lot well from my perspective it's not usually it's not a long feeling of disgust it's like oh fuck yeah oh fuck yeah. let me try again <laughs> <laughs> and then but i think what happens is when you're when you constantly do that at a certain point you're like okay hold up like that's what i mean like the okay hold up moment yeah. where it's like i've been saying let me do it tomorrow for the past month and i haven't been doing it tomorrow what the fuck is going on and then I think at that point you might figure it out. But um And the the stupid thing is like the solution is just to put your shoes on, man. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like bro, the thoughts the thoughts will stop you. Cause mm. the thoughts is like before you do it. And that's what that's what I love about Goggins' thing is like mm. before you do it, a lot of it will be, um, is this the best time? Or like the peak time to do it is seven AM. But it's nine now. Right. He's more so, like so. Should I fire aim ready? So, so should yeah, I should I do fire. it like should I do it at this time? Uh, oh, I can't do it for the amount of time that I wanted to do it today. Oh fuck! Uh, will it be an inconvenience to the other person who's around? Uh, if they don't want to do it, is it just gonna bother them? Blah. So it's like a, a you have a and it's it's not even that you're aware of those thoughts sometimes. Like sometimes those thoughts are just feelings that come up that you don't even think. You just feel it. And then you just kind of go with that feeling of like, and also if it's something that's out of comfort where it's like, it's not sitting down or laying down and eating and enjoying like, like watching something and you have to get out of that. Mm. Getting out of that is the hardest thing. Starting is the hardest part. Definitely. Starting is like when I wake up and I'm like, I have to the the day, like the workout days where I'm like, oh shit, I have to run. Like, it's like the thoughts, it's the thoughts. And that's where meditation comes in because you detach yourself from yeah. them. And 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 the cool thing is uh, recently I've been getting into rope flow, and I I got Paloma into it too. And the thing about that is, it's like non-effort, maximal benefit to both your brain, your and your body. Like coordinate, mm. oh, coordination. It's so fun, and it's it doesn't it looks even fun. feel like work. It's like I'm gonna get a rope too, actually. Yeah. Should I get Definitely. the rope that you got? Like, is your rope specific for that? Is it a weighted rope? Um, it's not. A, it's just a rope. Or just, but, but okay. you have to find like the right weight. The 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 one the weight that like David Weck recommends starting is like half a pound. So okay. The 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 diameter is I think half an inch. Okay. So yeah, because it's just like it gives you enough feedback and it's not too heavy. But shit, man, there's gonna be a lot of like. Because I know if if the other person, the significant other, is not into the thing, that's actually your biggest obstacle. Yeah. Because of the simple fact that, like, if the person is not in it with you, the chances of you being able to do it... Because it's like, the reason why we could do the podcast for so long is because there were two people doing it. Yeah. Right? So if it was only me doing a podcast by myself trying to find guests and all of that, like I'd be less likely to actually keep that streak going. I think I think yes, weeks. but also no because like, like, of course, if they don't want to do it, then they have different goals. But the thing with me and you is like we both wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a reason to really commit to it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that 
we're both doing it together, that's enough. That's more than enough reason for me to commit to it and enjoy doing it, right? Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. So I like, think the, the the difference is like, if they if they don't want to do it, then that's actually better because then it's like, okay, I'm going. I don't I don't have to really wait for you. I can just go whenever, and I don't really have to like. Um, accommodate but I'm sure you found that to get to that point where you can do that when that because it's more likely for it's what I'm saying is it's easier for you not to do something if the person's not doing it mm. but getting to that point where you could do it if you could you were you you would have been doing it right now and you, th- that wouldn't be a problem right so what I'm saying is like if the person doesn't do that thing like when it's just you and the person doesn't really care enough about it to like be like yo let's do it or like why aren't you doing it especially if the person doesn't care which isn't their fault they just don't care you can't force someone to care about something they're not like and they don't care enough to like go like yo you're being a bitch like go do this like they're just they're just chilling right like you don't have anyone telling you to do it and there's gonna be a lot of days where you're not motivated and you're looking for an excuse not to do it and there's Mm -hmm. someone right here who doesn't care for it and they're they're here to hang out if you don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) they're here to hang out with you if you don't want to do it they won't do anything they won't tell you anything so it's yeah so it's like it's easier so but it's also a game of understanding that and not really scolding yourself too much about it and being just able to Mm -hmm. adapt yeah yeah and another beautiful thing is like of course, your practice is your message, right? So just do it, and hopefully, they will learn. Maybe yeah, not, sometimes not, not niggas, not sometimes niggas need to see some results yeah. to like get into some man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying like when I'm when I'm big, <laughs> I'm not going big. I'm not getting big. I'm just I'm just doing body maintenance. I'm not really yeah. trying to like get bigger. And I think that's the anything. best way to go about it. Like, just maintaining it. Maintaining the machine. Yeah. Have you seen Erwan Lacour? He's the founder of MoveNet. There's this video uh, that's called, I think, I forgot. Oh, I forgot what it's called. But he's like running barefoot in nature, like climbing rocks. Yo, running like crazy, running barefoot in the wild and like balancing on like really like narrow beams. He's just strong for his body. He doesn't look buff. He doesn't have like a lot of muscle. He has the perfect amount of muscle so that he's mobile, fast, strong, agile, and that's all you need. That's the thing, right? Because niggas get big and then they can't they can't yeah. touch their backs. Mus- muscle gets in the way, man. <laughs> muscle gets in the way. Niggas get big and they can't touch their backs. Like uh, that's not useful. No. <laughs> like, bro. And you can still get big and touch your back. It's yeah. just the method of like. Oh, bro, MMA, like MMA yeah. and U- like UFC and shit. Like, there's a lot of niggas who like. I'm seeing them. They're like huge, like walking like this, and then they do a backflip and land in a yeah. fucking split. And I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> that, that's that's super cool." So it's like just balance everything out, because like if you if you get so much in strength that you lose your flexibility mm. and mobility and like range, then like, yeah. bro, like it was detriment. That's what's the point? And stretching goes hand in hand with working out in the sense of it's just water. (laughs) Stretching goes hand in hand with working out in the sense of like it helps with muscle recovery. Mm. It helps with preventing injury. So if you do it before and after, before is like preventing injury and actually making you Mm. better at doing the movement because your body can Mm -hmm. go there if it needs to. And afterwards, your body, I don't know how it heals it per se, but like I guess just the stretching after can help your the muscles right. it's like the blood recover. Flow and like all of this. Yeah, there's blood so many flow factors to it. Yeah, and just like the tension in the muscles being released. And um, I feel like I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, like there's so many fun ways to work out, and like I found it's like I've cheated, man. Like I've actually, <laughs> I've actually like I have, I've, I've, I feel like I've hacked it because 
you found ways to like. I've, to, I found ways to get stronger and have fun. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't dread it. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like I, I'm doing bear crawls and like jumping and rope. It's like and and my friends are still like doing like the conventional like they have a gym membership and mm-hmm. it's like no wonder you don't want to go to the gym it's just machines and of course you can still use those machines apply them in a certain way but it's like it's the lack of wanting to explore it's like i mean if if it if it's if you're fine with it cool yeah but like um there's a lot of people who are like yo is this the, the a lot of people think this the way the gym way is the only way a lot of people don't know about that shit of like of like movement and and all of that mm-hmm. And all of the the ropes, the tai chi, the tai chi's, and like the the yogas, because like, yoga builds a lot of strength too. Oh, and tai chi itself. There, I listen to this. Sorry, another tangent. Another, I listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, Chris Holder on the Ben Gr- Greenfield Fitness Podcast. So he's actually, he was like a football player mm-hmm. um, in high school and I think university too. And he's like a personal trainer. And then what he what happened is, he went to, he did like a four year like My chi, he did like a four year qigong. Cert, like not even certificate he's a it was like a like a degree in mm-hmm. qigong like medicine chinese medicine mm-hmm. and right now what he does is he works for some university and he helps like he's on the football team mm-hmm. and he gets them to do tai chi and what he's found is that the the players that are actually doing tai chi are performing better recovering better have more energy and just like you want to know why tai chi is so useful to other shit and, and, and like including non-physical like shit is because Tai Chi is based on Taoism mm. and the whole aspect of Taoism is using the Alan Watts paints it perfectly it's like you're in a river life is the river and it's going in a certain way there's a current and what most I'd say 90 plus percent people do is fight the current is fight the current and try to go the other way like the should the should could would of the the right now we're sitting here and I could be going oh man I wish we were recording outside mm. or oh I wish we were recording in a different location oh I wish someone else was here or I, I wish we spoke about this I wish we spoke this way I wish we spoke that way that's going against the river because as the moment's happening you're constantly trying to wish that it was something else or like mm. almost willing it to be something else when you know damn well and that's the that's the worst part is when you know damn well that it's impossible so you're like you're you know it but you're doing it and you're kind of like holding on to the what you're doing and in this way you're disrespecting right. you're not only disrespecting yourself because you know <laughs> like it's, you it's know like, inherently it's like the des- desire of becoming strong has gotten to the point where you're so stiff right yeah so it's like it's it's just so what he says is you could go against it and it's life is fighting against you at that point or you could just give in there's there's giving in and just stopping swimming and just like like being on your back and then get carried that's fine but if you do want to start like as soon as you do that though the force of the current is on your side Mm -hmm. So you can use it to your advantage to do other things, to go faster, to move. You can move left, right, and you can do like once you start moving in the direction of current, then you're not only moving, but it's aiding you. So Tai Chi, what that does is it all you're doing is just using energy and allowing it to move through you and right. you're going along with it as it's going. And There's and no some, thinking and some in Tai Chi. People might be like, where does the energy come from? And because it comes from like you can't a see Taoist it. perspective, it's like the me- the mechanics 
of it, where the energy comes from, is literally the zero point field. It comes from nothingness. Nothingness. Emptiness. There's like in the field conference, I, I was listening to Paul Czech uh, on Tai Chi, and he recited this uh, research, and someone said that someone found that a, a cubic inch of space, a cubic spin, a cubic inch of space, this much, has enough energy inside of it to dry out all of the oceans in this world. So there's the zero point field. That's where you're drawing your energy from, and and the thing is, the practice of it is so tangible that if you do it for like two days, man, let me even you might even get it the first time, but it's so tangible that you can tell that it's substantial, like it's real. Like no, it's not like it's not just moving slow. You're drawing energy and cultivating it and storing it. I think the problem with humans at this point is that. Is that we, we've we've taken the the thing, the shit we could see as way too real, and almost to a point where we're like we kind of think and expect it to be permanent. Mm-hmm. That's all attachment is, is just expecting something to be permanent, right? And we know damn well that that's not true, because things have changed, and they have been changing, and they will keep changing, and they're changing right now. Like the universe is expanding right now. Where we are right now in the context of the entire universe is different than what we were where we were when I started the sentence. Like we moved. <laughs> like we moved. We we something changed. Someone just died. A lot of people just died. A lot of people culture, got birth. Culture is changing so fast. Yeah. It's like- Someone's finishing a song and uploading and probably is gonna change the landscape. Someone's finishing a business and like about to like make it public right now. Someone's on someone's on their way of finishing a, a fucking a product right now that's gonna revolutionize the entire world right now as we speak. And and the fact that we can't see it, people forget that. People forget that like shit, like things are gonna change and things will keep changing whether or not you want them to. And and the whole point of like the whole reason why anxiety exists is because you're not fine with that. <laughs> you kind of want to will what you want the future looks like to, into existence to to just end up being disappointed constantly. You know what's a cool thing is that that like perspective and just of just like even though we might we don't see it, it's real. Is so it's growing so much on I think the world that it's seeping into the fitness world like mm. how many how many ads have i seen on instagram on like breath work and like yoga it's it's so amazing to see man yeah it's nice it's nice to see I, i'm seeing it more and more like uh, a lot of like the biggest from a perspective of like podcasting a lot of the biggest podcasters are like super into like mm. the spirituality shit and i have like a lot of like yeah, I think all, all of them, all of them have like, a practice. Rich Roll, Russell Brand, Tim like Ferris, Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss. Like they all have like uh, who? What's the name? Um, Duncan Trussell. Like they all mm. have something about it, and I think that's very cool because, like, this has been happening since basically the '60s, where like mm. people, specifically in the West, were like kind of like, "Yo, we're like the coping. Of we're coping Eastern with our intellectual, <laughs> yeah, into the Western world. We're coping with with the 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 aftermath of of like the the benefits. We're coping with the benefits of of intellectual into mm. intellectuality, where it's like." Okay, we we figure we're figuring shit out physically so much, but like now we're so attached to physical that we're to to yang that we're completely forgetting about yin. Like we're we're basically trying to pretend like yin doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and every time it manifests itself, we freak the fuck out. And another like it's it's scary that how like substantial that is because 
like you were saying before, like our biology does not catch up that fast. It doesn't. So our environment is so polluted, man. You see that the flashlight, the flash is coming out of your camera. That's blue, blue light. light. Yeah. This is probably flickering. Like it's LED, right? So it's yeah. flickering. Or we can't perceive it, but it's flickering. But it's happening, So our yeah. eyes are perceiving that and it's damaging. It's like and the cosmetics that we're like washing our hands with, there's like it's con- yeah, it's the, the, the chemicals that are inside of it are contaminated, man. And, that, and that's the whole thing of wanting a quick fix. And that's what David Goggins tells you where it's like you keep finding, you keep like trying to will a finish line in life. Mm. You keep trying to will the fact that shit is like, so that's, that's, and that's the symptom of that, where it's like we keep trying right. to find quick ways to it do never things. Ends. It never like, ends. Like we let convenience fuck us up in the long term just because we want a little short term fix, mm. right? We keep it's like, it's the same thing with like being binge watching shit. It's like it's so com- it's like a nice warm blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nice it's like in that you're temporarily in a very illusory warm blanket. You think you're so shielded watching that show. And it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but if that's all you do at your life and you don't take responsibility for things that you have to take responsibility for, when life hits you, when like actual like shit hits you, like you never know when a war might break out, bro. You like, you never know, you never know. There could be an earthquake, natural disaster happens. And now that TV, that show is not here. What are you gonna do then? Man, COVID, Yell. COVID happened, man. It's like COVID it's like, happened, and people still kind of haven't people, learned. People in, in villages in Nepal, like villages everywhere, man. Villages everywhere. Like the the economy in Nepal is like, it's very like complicated. Like, and the government's not doing anything. Like, there's people who live day to day on doing like menial labor. You know, like now they don't have food. They don't have money to buy food. A lot of people lost their jobs in the states. Like, there's uh, yeah. some. I was watching this video of the guy getting, getting evicted. Because basically he lost his job, couldn't make any money. And by the time he had the job back, he couldn't save up enough to pay the house off. And like he was so behind on rent that he just kicked him out, bro. It's like at this point, it's like the system is so king that it's like the basic livelihood of a human being doesn't matter. Where it's like you don't get a crib. It's so king. The system is so king. And that's that, if there's one thing like, we learned this year is that the system, especially, well, I don't want to speak for Canada, but like U.S. specifically, U.S. is like exposed, where right. it's like the U.S. system is right. very obviously flawed. Thanks to Donald Trump, you can see all of it. Thanks to Donald Trump. Right. That's why I'm like, I'm happy with his presidency because the nigga showed, the nigga yeah. I mean, embodied that, that, that where the states were. In every single, India, Canada. Canada, like, yeah, corruption, man. Canada like, just knows how to hide it. Like Fritz said, Fritz everywhere. said we just threw this shit under yeah. the mat and just said, "Yo, let's just pretend like it doesn't exist." And, and the scary thing is that science is not really science anymore. It's it's who it's who can who can at this point ga- <laughs> who can gather the most amount of money to push an agenda, like Bill Gates <laughs> and his vaccine. Like, dude, why Bill Gates? Isn't doesn't isn't he doesn't he work with computers? Why is he working on a vaccine? And there's so many studies that have, like, uh, I don't know. Like my my stance on vaccine, I'm not asking you to adopt it, and I don't really know myself. Yeah, but I've I've, a big I've seen a lot of like very educated people that have studied this say that it's not the end all be all, and it's, and it's probably not very healthy for you i think that's like the the thing a lot of people should adopt though like it's just like just because it works doesn't mean it's an absolute 100 mm-hmm. percent good thing like water can kill and that's, you and that's the thing <laughs> like the word is that like the word is king and 
whoever whoever's up there can has the power to make the word absolute. appeal to authority is a big thing mm-hmm. so it's like whatever the news tells you like you it's funny because we see it as as an, on our age like when parents like watch the news like they repeat that shit and you can tell like they strongly believe it and like they say it and it's like it's like, almost like, as if like, like a drone news, like the covid news dude it's like oh it's, that it's like time oh, was very seven, interesting 17 new cases today and oh, it's it's, it's a low about. it's a low but the catch is there's been less testing done doesn't this mean, week doesn't mean you shouldn't doesn't mean you shouldn't keep being in like, fear be afraid <laughs> doesn't mean coming. doesn't like, mean you shouldn't be scared um this I don't bro, I don't want to say it's funny I fully got off Ram but I haven't listened to Ram mm-hmm. Dass in years <laughs> bro notice bro I get so infatuated with things for very very intensely for a very short period I've of time. noticed too <laughs> Where I'm like Yo This is fucking yeah. tight And then like Literally like two months later dude, I'm like it, Yo, this is, I, I, I feel that I love though, that Cause it's though. like Dude like It's amazing Like Like with David I'm like Obsessed with David Weck right now Yeah It's fire <laughs> It's like just the admiration That I, I can have For someone who has Put in so much work And is inspiring Not only me But other people It's like dude it's I, will, I will kiss your feet It's fire bro <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't watch it. Um. <laughs> Paloma keeps saying Leo people because she thinks the stars can tell the truth. <laughs> Just kidding, I believe it too. <laughs> oh yeah, he was talking about words and shit, and he's like, useful as these conventions. He was saying like how words and all all those concepts are conventions, and they're conventional. We invented them because they're useful in terms of what we needed to do as human beings to like keep evolving and adapt Survive. and overcome, basically colonize Earth. But now. We've gone attached to them where we hold on to words more than the actual meaning of them. Mm. We hold on to the definition, like, yeah, we hold on to some to a word more than its like actual meaning. Because all words is trying to do is distill a meaning down to a few sounds, right? Like you're trying to say something, you're trying to communicate a kind of thing, and instead of going blah blah blah, or doing sign language as we used to do, and like yelling and being obnoxious, like taking the time to think. Like that take, that's a lot less yeah. efficient than just having like a term. But now where something. have we gotten where it's like we 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 attach to words so much. So he's basically saying useful as these conventions are for the purposes of calculation, language and logic, absurdities arise when we think that the kind of language we use or the kind of logic that with which we reason can really define or explain the physical world. And he was saying this in the sense of like time, the fact that the world, the universe is always in motion. Always. And for me to say it's 7.42 and 50... By the time I I ended up saying it, three seconds have passed. (laughs) So it's not actually the time that I said it was once I'm done saying it. Time has already passed by the time I'm trying to say what time it is. And time has already passed. You're trying to explain that. It's not time anymore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, in a way, words always get very always miss it by a little right, so when you're trying to say the train the train is at this place at this time by the time you're done saying it it's not at this place at this time anymore because the time's passed and it may be moving and now it's in a completely different place right so that's the that's the failure in words so it can't fully dis- describe or define or explain the physical world part of man's frustration is that he has become accustomed to expect language and thought to offer explanations which they cannot give mm. To want life to be intelligible, quote-unquote intelligible in this sense, is to want it to be something other than life. It is to prefer a motion picture film to a real running man. To feel that life, to feel that life is meaningless unless, quote-unquote, I, the big I, like with capital I, 
can be permanent, to feel like that life is meaningless unless I can be permanent is like having fallen desperately in love with an inch. An inch? And the fact that an inch is just a convenient concept we've invented to be mm. able to measure things. In the mm. same way, everything we attach to is no different than an inch and the fact that it's just a concept we invented. Right. It's a metric. So for you to expect life to be like whatever you want it to be is like falling in love with an inch, which makes no like when you said an inch, like it makes no sense. It's absurd. <laughs> that's what we do. He's just trying to show you the absurdity of what we do as humans, and that's what your attachments are. Yeah, I mean it's all absurd. Abs- yeah, it's all absurd. It's, that's why you can't help but laugh. You either laugh or kill yourself. That's literally like one it. thing that I, I saw today <laughs> that's absurd is I went to sh- the Shoppers Drug Mart. I went to the Shoppers Drug Mart, and th- and uh, in the pharmacy it said, "Health, something something." <laughs> And right under that sign, I saw ketchup chips. That's funny. <laughs> it's, it's like, dude, what? <laughs> like funny. in the same building? Come on, man. Like, try harder. Try harder. But That's yeah. funny. Yeah. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, no, no, I was just going to say that. It's been roughly 80 minutes. And a half? 80, 80 minutes, 85 minutes, 80 to 3 minutes, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So dinner is ready seven minutes ago. Get over yourself. Nice timing. Get over yourself. Get over life. Get over yourself. You're already there. You're already where you're going. But we'd love you to come here. We'd love for you to subscribe to your Patreon. Check out the Amazon referral links in the uh, description below. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment. What was your favorite part of the podcast? Did you make it to the end? Are you end of the video squad? Let us know down in the description below. Bow. Like to comment. Subscribe. Okay.